Welcome to Coming Up for Air. I'm Emma, your host for the podcast, and together we'll allow ourselves to just unfurl and be our whole selves, creating more and more spaciousness in our hearts, in our bodies, in our minds, in our deeper selves and spirits, um, to hold the whole of us and the whole of life. We'll go down the path, the winding, narrow path that passes rainbows and butterflies and big grassy hills and also goes through storms and lightning and dark forests. We'll go through it all together and let's get into today's episode. Okay, everyone. Today we're gonna talk about today we're gonna talk about it. It's like if I don't talk about the things that I feel kind of ashamed of or I feel like vulnerable talking about, then what am I doing? Like I other other people feel this way and I don't want to pathologize it within myself or other people. So we're talking about codependence today. <laughs> Here we go. Something that people, including myself, don't really want to admit that we comes up within us because it can be like perceived as needy or just like lack of sense of self or self-love and all these things, which like are probable probable uh, byproducts of codependence, but like so, okay, yeah, sure. This is something that we struggle with in this life. So let's talk about it so that we can transform it and we can like relate to it and work with it and also realize that it's not us. It's just something that we've experienced, whether that be culturally. I know we've especially women have experienced this. Like think of how many men we've been programmed to want to save through just like the media, through watching familial familial dynamics play out or just like relationships in the public eye or in our sphere of awareness. It's like, that's so common for women to like adopt this role as just like saving and fixing, but also just like not pouring into themselves and not feeling like they really know themselves. So yeah, we've all experienced it culturally to some degree. We've experienced it maybe through our familial lines. It's passed down. And the things that we are experiencing now aren't, they don't indicate who we are at a deep level. They just are things that are coming up within our awarenesses and they're here for us to work with and move through. Like, I feel like when we take away the shame of like, oh, I experience codependence or I experience shame even or jealousy or anything that's kind of like ooh, interwoven with shame, 
when we take away the shame, it's like there's this ability to number one, just have more spaciousness between you and that thing. And also through that, you realize that it's not you. It's like this level of detachment. Um, I'm like embodying the observer within. So that's what we're going to do today is talk about a topic that's not necessarily comfortable, but like so many people experience it. So let's just get in. First, let me define what codependence is. So there's this definition that I came across recently that was just really resonated. Um, And it is an emotional, psychological, and behavioral condition that develops as a result of an individual's prolonged exposure to and practice of a set of oppressive rules. Rules which prevent the open expression of feeling as well as the direct discussion of personal and or impersonal problems. So if we look at codependence through the lens of a relationship, especially as women, like how many relationships have you seen, been witness to, or have been in yourself where you felt like you couldn't express your experience, express your feelings, um like express your problems, whatever it might be like. So it's like codependence through like what I get from this is like it develops through this space that you're in that basically doesn't say what you're experiencing is allowed to be here and you have to like repress it basically. These psychological things driving that, which is like maybe your the feelings about yourself or even experiencing certain emotions. There's just so much culturally that like tells you you can't experience what you're experiencing because you're bad, because you're like won't achieve this, you won't get that. It's like there's so so much and I couldn't possibly go into all of it, but I just want to say that to validate that There's a reason why our our relationships with ourselves are so, like, fucked up because we don't just let ourselves be and let ourselves, like, exist as we are. Um, Or it's, like, a practice, too, which is such a beautiful practice. It's not always easy, of course, but um, that's kind of the practice of kind of transforming out of that energy of codependence. So let's just talk a little bit more about where codependence can come from. Um, And codependence doesn't have to be with like specific people in a relationship. Codependence can also, because it's my belief that like whatever you're experiencing with yourself and with your like interpersonal relationships, you're experiencing in many different layers of relationship because we don't only have relationship with people we have relationship with ourselves we have relationship with the earth with like the guitar in front of us our 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 material possessions our memories our family um god uh governments like you can just keep on expanding it and i believe that you'll find 
a lot of similar ways of relating when you start in the microcosm and expand to the macrocosm of like God and the earth and just like these um, larger representations of life. So basically for me, it's like codependence means you kind of abandon yourself and like repress yourself, repress what you feel, what you want, who you are for, um, because you learned that you had to, but also it's like for this, for this perceived sense of safety through controlling your external because essentially like for whatever reason why codependence sprouted within you or like you've learned to take it on it is like it's there so you've learned it for maybe like survival um purposes but it's like it can also be a way for you to feel in control (sighs) you guys with me this is like kind of heavy stuff but it's okay just take a moment for yourself if you need it (sighs) so we all go through heartbreaking things. Like we all come into this life with the guarantee that the most devastating thing will happen, which is death. And we, it's all out of our control. So yeah, death can manifest in many different forms it can be physical literal death and it can be the death of the way that things once were um death of parts of yourself or there just can be a lot of deaths because things are always changing and in change is transformation and death and rebirth so i was thinking about this because as these things happen to us that are so devastating that really like shake our core and kind of like fuck with our psyches and like break them down in a sense similar to like a tower moment which if you've never heard of that there it comes from the tarot and the tarot is just like uh like a spiritual divination tool it's like a bunch of cards and there's the tower card and the tower card talks about how when things change so beyond your control and beyond your prompting it's it's a change prompted and like influenced and directed by the universe and god in a way that you can't really possibly rationalize but these things happen And tower moments are meant to just obliterate your ego, basically. 
and they things that are tower moments are things that were never built on solid foundation to begin with. So tower moments come down and happen in your life because for the better. Um, and you might not see that in until like hindsight and you might never see that, but that's the, the energy and the gusto of tower moments is that they happen like they completely, they're supposed to break down your mind because your mind was even constructed in ways of that wasn't in alignment with truth. So even if you start to go through a lot of like confusion and feeling lost and whatever, as a result of the tower moment, it's because you are meant to build up new and more truthful perceptions of reality and of yourself and of life. So there's more on that, but the reason why I bring up the tower is because the tower moment is a representation of how God and life is greater than our human will. And sometimes when things happen that are outside of our ability to comprehend it, we we choose to make meaning that makes sense to us because to have something so devastating happen to you, like whether it, it can be like a breakup, a divorce in the family, death, like I said, whatever it is, like we try to like to have something like that, that shakes you so deeply happen To also have it happen and it feels so random and like so out of your control is a, a whole other feeling of coming into truth with the fact that we can't really control much of life at all. And that in and of itself is like a, it's something that our society, our modern society has worked so hard to to forget and to build up against because we try to control so much in our society. Like whether that be, okay, so this person is going to go to college then they're going to go to like, then they're going to get this job and move up this way. And it's like success is even like a controlled thing, which I know that we're moving out of as just energies shift, but I'm just showing how like there's even on like a, macro level there's so much control to control life and god which is just the natural currents of life and like the earth but yeah like when these things happen to us like we want to understand them so that we can prevent them in the future which are culture does a lot of too like in science we're always trying to predict but like even the basis of science is that nothing is ever 100% because science is the observation and study of life 
And life is never going to show up in the same way all the time. There's always like outliers and randoms. And <sighs> so this is just another like representation and example of like how much our society tries to grasp onto understanding. And it's not a bad thing to predict certain cycles in the earth and life and human relationships even. But it's also just not the whole truth. The whole truth is that things are affected by everything, like the butterfly effect. Like, I leave my house five minutes later and I, like, don't get a, in a car crash or something like that. It's like, we're always interacting with each other and every single person has such a, like, a dynamic life that, like, so many moving parts in their lives intersect with moving parts in our lives. And it's like, I don't know if there's like some sort of maneuvering everything above to connect with everything, but that doesn't really matter. The point is, is that we don't have control over so much. And I feel like that's where relationally codependence can come in because if something happens to us relationally we want to understand why why did it happen so that we don't encounter it again that we can control another person we can control ourselves too i'm just like noticing more and more about myself is this feeling of wanting to control myself and my output. It's like this feeling of my mind knowing better than my heart or my body or like, so say I'm feeling a certain way and it's feeling really good. And I'm like patting myself on the back for it. And I'm like, amazing like like just amazing emma like you're just doing great which is like a fun thing to like dance with and like i know that there have been things and decisions that i've made that for sure have changed my life for the better and i should like recognize that within myself and it feels good to do that and it's like when I don't feel good or it's like, okay, so I'm feeling really good. And then it's like all of a sudden, like 10 minutes later, I feel things changing within me. And I'm like, oh fuck. Like that, it's like, there's this deep rooted fear of change and like lack of control. It's like so much of my spiritual work has been around lack of control and just like submitting to the lack of control that we actually have in the universe. Like we're tiny dots, like hurling through space. Like we don't have control. <laughs> it's funny that like we think we do. And like someone I once met, I was like talking to him about this and he was like, like about free will. And he was like, well, okay, like, we might not have free will, but, like, we are under the perception we have free will. So, like, 
use that. And I find that so helpful because for me to just be like, holy shit, like we have no control and just be like, almost like nauseous, like with that truth, like there's a balance of like, when I feel myself holding on tightly to parts of myself or ways that I wish I would be, um, or holding on tightly to people or even like ideas that come my way and the ways that I want to flush them out. It's like, it can be really helpful to remind myself of the truth of like, (laughs) go with, go with it and don't fight it. Like we don't have control. So just be with that for a few moments. And really like I'm feeling so many shifts by just being with that for a few moments and being like, okay, we don't have control. And like, it is so freeing to feel that. And it's also being like, okay, I'm under the perception at least. Like, I don't know the truth if we have free will or not, but like I'm under the perception that I have free will. So like, I'm going to like feel empowered and make choices that like feel good for me and are from like a deeper sense of who I am. And I have, I'm leading my life in some way. And codependence is just like this relational expression of a lack of control. It's like, okay, I'm going to try to control people around me by getting them to live their lives better. And, uh, like if you grew up in a family system where like people were suffering and you like wanted to help them, it's like that can be a place where codependence shows up because you're like, well, I'm going to like funnel my energy into other people. And then when they do well, or they listen or whatever it is, like I get a sense of like validation, but like really you're, it's like this wanting to control other people. And it's coming from just like a, a personal fear. It's not like malicious, but it is not fun for other people because like you can't control other other people. So like to aim to control other people through even your own behavior is so exhausting for both of you guys because like you can try to Okay, so another way that codependence can show up is through you trying to control people's perception of you and by maybe doing or being or saying things in a certain way, being a certain way that you know that people will, like, that you'll get them to behave in a way that you want them to, basically. And I know it sounds super manipulative and malicious and stuff, but it's not. It's, I feel like a lot of people do this unconsciously. I think we, like majority of people do this unconsciously. Like, even if it's like, okay, well, I'm going to be this way to make this person feel better. It's like that person's entitled to their own experience and their own feelings. And it's like a sobering, like hard truth to like tell yourself and be like, I want to give this person like respect to their own experience and not try to change it. And yeah, like I feel like that can be a nice like driving force 
to change that within you if you like can't find the desire to change it for yourself. Yeah, it's like each moment there are these things flooding through your body and your like energetic system and it just like is confirmation of like yeah, this is this is like the way. Like it's not easy to submit to this lack of control, but it's freeing and like to move with life so much easier than to move against it. <laughs> and like, I feel like when you listen to people talk about this or like, even as I'm speaking about this, it's like these things, like you're closer than you think because it's always available to you in every moment to just be like, okay. Okay. I feel this impulse. Like, okay, so say things are changing within you and you're like, holy shit. Like, things are changing. Like, your internal self is like, okay, change is happening. We must, like, abort. Like, this isn't good. Like, whatever. Like, a little mini panic and, like, internal panic. And it's like, okay. Like, yeah. Instead of, like, acting on that and, like, what Elizabeth Gilbert says, like, okay, fear, like you can be here, but like, you're not driving the car. Like you can be on the road trip with us as we continue to go, but you can't drive the car. That's kind of the thing. That's what it's kind of acting out when you're just like, okay, I feel this. And you're just like sitting down. Like you don't have to sit in meditation. You can just sit on your bed and just be like, I'm going to take like five seconds to just be like, I am, there's a, like, I'm freaking out a little bit. And then it's just kind of like, ah, okay. I'm freaking out a little bit. Like, that's it. Like, what, what has helped me a lot is listening to Ram Dass and what's coming up is when he's like, ah, okay. And here I am. Cause yeah, there's, you're, you're freaking out a little bit. You're feeling this like truth that you can't control much and you feel really out of control and your body is tightening against it. And you're noticing that like, it's not you. It's not the deeper sense of you. It's not detachment is so helpful in things that like bring a lot of shame up because it's like it's not like you are noticing it like there are th- it's it's an energy within you it's not who you are and yeah like you are literally just the keeper and the holder of all these energies that come in and out good and bad so yeah it's like for me, when I like think about when I kind of like get this feeling within of like that, like panic that I've been talking about of like, oh, I can't control this. I can't control this person. Like, I don't even know what this means. Like I, I talked about this before, like when in a different podcast, like when you kind of Okay. So say you feel something for someone through your heart and you like, you live your life 
through like a guided heart. Like you let your heart guide you anywhere. doesn't have to be a person, but it's like, okay, so you, we create meaning around these feelings and hits like intuitive hits that we get, but we don't really know. We have to just stay with the ever changing feeling because it's, it's always changing. We don't know why we're feeling that way. Like we could be attracted to someone to learn something and then weeks later it be resolved and that person is on their way and you're on your way, like down different paths. So like whenever I feel this feeling of like panic, it's, it, it's so helpful to remind myself, like I'm just trying to control just, just have something make sense. Like I'm trying to make sense of something that I can't and I'm ascribing meaning to it and attributing it to myself. Like I'm saying it's this way because of me and I need to do something to change it. And number one, like I feel like change does like change that you want doesn't come from a place of panic. It comes from like heart, hearty place. Or just a place that feels like aligned, but it's also like, it's the way that our minds cope with this reality. We try to make sense of it, but there's so much that we can't make sense of. Like, so how does it feel to just like, honestly be like, okay, (laughs) there it is. Here I am. Here's that person. Here's the way my life's going. Like that's, and it's not like you don't put an effort for your life or effort for certain people or whatever. It's just like when you start to over identify with things that are happening or when you start to take on more of this feeling of more of this like illusion of control than you actually have. That's when it's helpful to just remind yourself that you don't have control. And it's so freeing, honestly, to just be like, yeah. Cause then it's also like a reminder of like, no one does. And we're all here trying to just like, like the image that I see is like, And what I always kind of want to do with people is just like lay down on the grass and like just let the earth hold me, that person, like hold us and um, just kind of be with each other as so much happens in life, like that we can't control, especially like what I talked about in the beginning. It's like we all come into this life with a guarantee of the most devastating thing happening to us. And at least that's like our perception of death. Um, but in, in this like reality, it is the most devastating thing that can happen. It's the most like, it's the, it's the thing that changes us the most and just, moves us the most and we've all experienced it like in people in ourselves in 
animals and just life all around us. Like things are always dying and changing and like rebirthing. But through death, especially in our culture, we like, we need to just be with each other as we experience this. So when you remind yourself that you can't control things, like other people can either. And I feel like on a deep level, most people like want to or are needing some form of like space to grieve. And grief to me is like the color black. It's like everything is in that color, but it's just like a big void. And it's like perceived as this just like dark, scary thing. And honestly, I haven't experienced human death like super close to me. So I know my perception and my relationship to death will change as I experience that. But to me, that's what death is or grief. Like those, it's, it's every feeling. It's not just pain and not just sadness. It's love and joy and everything because grief comes from love and the ability and the, the truth of the way that you opened your heart to something or someone. So I feel like it all comes back to death, everything, honestly, like everything we experience in this life as humans. But just being with that lack of control in microcosm ways, and the macrocosm is death, the biggest thing we can't control, but like in microcosm ways, like things that you can't control, just like being with them and being also with yourself and like codependence also has a lot to do with um once you like stop trying to control people around you basically you are kind of left with this interesting reality and task of like okay so what do I do for myself? Like, how can I, because yeah, a lot of codependence stems from this lack of control and fear of change and such. Um, but it also in doing these things for other people, you get some sort of false sense of like validation and self-worth so it's like, how do you learn to care for yourself and learn to have a relationship with yourself? Because I feel like a lot of people who experience codependence don't have like a, a solid relationship with themselves or like it can like be thrown by the wayside when someone comes into their lives that like um, they like value. So yeah, it's like a whole then journey of learning about yourself and giving to yourself. And something that I'm realizing a lot is like this, this like really subtle, this is like a microcosm way, but this really subtle thing of like, okay, like 
giving myself just grace and space in connecting with people. Like if I don't feel like I am connecting, if I feel like I'm responding to someone basically from a place of, okay, I need to respond. Like even if I open the message, like, and I'm like, oh, it's rude for to leave them unread or like whatever like narrative I have about that, like I'm learning that like when I give myself then time to refill myself in ways that literally charge up my heart and like just, you know, make me feel all good. I'm like, when I come back to them and respond from that place, there's just like that response will always be like worth it to read that to leave that person on red or like not respond because that person's then getting like just you in a clearer and more distilled way rather than getting you all wrapped up in these like shame spirals and projections that you have towards yourself that are and like this feeling of not wanting to engage but making yourself engage for the other person or for, and even that you're like trying to control a person's perception because you're like, oh, I don't want them to think of me as a bad person or whatever it may be. But it's like, you don't know how they're thinking and feeling. Like they could feel that same way too and be like, and just respect it. Like it's, there's so much relationally to unravel as you unravel this like codependence within you but it's a journey that the more you like give to yourself and the more that you just like give to yourself and then overflow with onto others it's like just such more of like a there that there's less questions because say you give to someone from like a way empty cup and then you're like why is this like, oh, I feel like I'm bringing this energy into the relationship or I feel like I'm, uh, like just, I feel like it just breeds more confusion because you're not coming from a place of wanting to engage or like, or being ready to or available to. So it's like, yeah, it's, it really is a gift to you and the person. Um, and like, there's this feeling that I also experience of like, okay, someone's calling me and I don't want to like answer right now. Like I'm just not in the mood to give. I just can't give. I don't have anything to give. Um, sometimes I'll feel like, okay, well I'm going to feel this way for like another week. So what am I going to do? Ignore them for a week and just not like, so like that can happen where it's like, and I realized through that where it's like, okay, you don't have to ignore someone. You can tell them how you're feeling. And then also, if that's not available, like, just be like, I'll call you back in a few days. Like, you don't know how you're going to feel. You can change, like, that can change in, like, 20 minutes. This is another way that our minds jump to control and, like, just project onto the future things that, like, aren't true. And... Yeah. So it's just like, give yourself the space to change. Like if you keep on giving then from a place of not being able to, 
it's gonna like take you longer to feel like rebooted and like fill full from life and from yourself because you can also like fill up through other people too but like you don't have to isolate yourself but i'm just saying like give yourself the space and the opportunity and like the choice the chance to to feel better like and to to be in a place to feel like you can engage and and are available to so just like give yourself the chance to change because it's like we also like get so stuck in like okay like i'm scared of change but then this is never going to change in my life so it's like change is something that we want to and i feel like if things didn't change in life life just would be like like a freeze for film basically that's what life would be so life is change and death and rebirth and transformation and it's hard to cope with in this society that is so like logic based and like projecting into the future and like not moving with how one's feeling and like yeah it's a masculine based world like we're not moving with the feminine energies of feeling into how we're feeling and being like oh wait i need rest or oh wait i need to dance or i need to talk or i don't need to talk i need to be in silence and it's like feeling more, I don't know, as as things change, just feeling, I feel like it'll be really beneficial for people and everyone to get more comfortable with the fluidity of life, that reality of change and, and allowing yourself to change and knowing that the, the hump, the mountain, the anthill will always come back up and go back down and be with it along the ride because it's going to be different like it's always going to be different the ups will always be different the downs will always be different and like we want to be in them we want to maybe we don't want to be in them but like the opposition to that is again the freeze film but in like emotions like just not feeling anything feeling static feeling the same thing the beauty of being a human and also just having these like amazing awarenesses to to be in observance and in awareness of our experience it's so amazing we just have so much like capability with those 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 two interlocking spirit and human it's like it is such a privilege to be alive so that's what i got for this episode also i want to share one quote that i was feeling when i was sitting with this feeling of not being able to control and i was like okay i can't control and it felt so freeing and i felt like the quote that came to my mind or the words that came to my mind were my heart is full because I can't control anything. (laughs) It's just so true because that's the truth. Like when we cozy up to the truth, 
it fills us because we want to come into wholeness and truth of life. We don't want to turn our heads away from it and further divide ourselves and fragment ourselves away from the truth. We want our deeper selves want to be in cozy communion with the truth. So just watch what happens when you let yourself be in truth that feels true for you. And I hope your heart feels full in that even if it's difficult, eventually I hope it does. Yeah, thank you for being here and just being with me as we talk about this. And I hope some shame and lightness, shame lifted and lightness entered around these things. Because like Ramdas says is like, and also if you're like struggling with any of this, Ramdas has some like YouTube um, lectures on attachment and addiction and relationships that talk about codependence, which is essentially just like addiction, I guess, or attachment, attachment to like certain outcome to, to many things. But he talks about how we are not that thing. We are the observance of that thing. And just like, it's a really nice reminder if you haven't been reminded of it. And like, there's literally no shame because like, yeah, these things that we do might be harmful to other people like that's something that you can acknowledge but it's also like we need to also bring it into the light we can't hide from it and we can't like we can't just shun it we have to like the we have to talk about it in community we have to be with it in community like yeah mhm like yeah, you're not alone if you're experiencing this. Like, yeah. So we need to talk about what's hurting us and the things that are driving us so that we can move forward from this type of reality where it just like eats away at us and permeates our lives. We need to, you know, like untangle it, sort through it. And yeah. So brave ones for going, for facing this stuff because it's not easy, but like you are not alone at all, even if people don't want to talk about it. So many people experience this. Um, yeah. So yeah. Let me know what you think. Um, feel free to literally DM me on Instagram. It's coming up for air podcast. And share with me your experience because obviously this is my experience and I would love to connect over it. It's a big part of why this podcast is here to just bring in community, like-minded community. Um, but yeah, you can follow along the podcast there and it's the same thing on TikTok. And yeah, you can even leave comments, um, under this podcast um, to connect with other people also listening to this. Um, yeah. And my personal Instagram is Emma LaBarbera, um, to follow along there too. And 
Yeah, every episode, there's going to be a new episode every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. PST. And then when I am feeling just wanting to talk about something like almost like a channeled little like energy message thing, I'll just like pop in bonus episodes in between the Thursdays. (sighs) But thank you for coming along this journey with me along the path and yeah just giving you guys a big hug and i'll see you next time